The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be across this wonderful DFS globe. In fact, we have listeners from all over the world, so guten tag, ahayo gazamas, konnichiwa, bonjour, and g'day. Uh, you are listening in to DFS Today, Hoopball's own DFS podcast, and my name is Brenton Eckersley, and uh, I'm joining you uh, all the way over here in South Australia, where we are moving into autumn a beautiful day outside lovely blue skies which we're getting a lot of at the moment uh it, it's a great feeling uh we've left the, those crazy hot temperatures behind uh but i'm pretty excited today uh normally we'd be on here with uh my good friend uh over there in new york city and david menkoff dave has work commitments to attend to today and i thought i might run solo but my good buddy over there in North Carolina, Will Harris, has stepped up to the plate. And this is a new pairing, new partnership, new dynamic duo for today's Friday, March the 12th games. We've got a seven-game game card. Will, welcome in, buddy. How you doing? Hi, what's going on, Brenton? It's great to be with you. I'm, I'm super excited. We talk to each other a lot, but it's our first pod together, and I can't wait to get it started. Yeah, man. I'm I, I, like we were saying just off air. I feel like I know you. You know, we haven't really spoken, but I listen to those pods with Santino and you, and you guys have a great vibe. And I've been itching to get onto a pod with you as well. So, welcome in, mate. I'm I'm super stoked you're here. And uh, yeah, we got a nice little card to get into. Seven games, not too many, not too few. Uh, we'll crack yeah. in. But uh, yeah, the first thing we got to do is just talk about our good. Presenting sponsors, my bookie, these guys, mybookie.ag. That's where you can find these betting platform beasts on the interweb. Uh, look, these guys are just the most rock solid uh, betting platform out there in the business. You, you don't want to trust your money with anybody else, whether you're betting on NBA, upcoming MLB, whatever your sports fancy may be. And and I tell you, Will, I'm, I'm not a gambler. I, I don't know about you, mate, but uh, I, I know that, uh, yeah, you're the same. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I will just stick with fantasy. I'm, I'm I know where my uh, where my little levels are, and and gambling is not one of them. I, I might as well just withdraw from the ATM and walk into the street, hand out money if I'm going to start gambling. But uh, the the other side of this platform is they they have the casino car, uh, games there. They've got the card games. They got roulette and they've got the slots, and that's probably where I'm I'm more likely to uh, spend my hard earned with this amazing platform, my bookie. But hey, if you are a gambling pundit, this is the place to place your bets. Rock solid. We love them. Um, they are the best sports book in the business. And of course, as usual, if you have not signed up with MyBookie yet, uh, you can do so by entering the promo code HOOPBALL. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Uh, and you can get your initial deposit matched up halfway to $1,000. So enter $1,000 in your initial deposit with that promo code HOOPBALL and they will match you with 500 bucks. Bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie. Will. William is Bill. Let's do this. We have seven games in front of us, my friend. Uh, let's kick this off with the Philadelphia 76ers traveling and facing the Washington Wizards. This is an 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. 
Uh, let's check for an injury report here. Philadelphia have not released one yet, but Washington Wizards, uh, we know that Thomas Bryant is out and also Ish Smith is coming up as out as well. So before we break this card down, man, who, who's your team? Who do you root for? Well, being down here in North Carolina, you know, I'm, I'm with the Charlotte Hornets. It's been a rough few years, well, long few years, but, you know, it's pretty exciting this year with LaMelo Ball, so that's oh. who I'm with. You have a team? Who's your team? Yeah, I'm the Pels, man. Um, there's there's no real rhyme or reason for that. I mean, I live in Adelaide, which has nothing to do with New Orleans, but uh, I, I just picked up on Brandon Ingram a couple of years ago when I started doing fantasy three or four years ago, and, man, uh, I just loved the kid and ended up uh, realising that I just wanted to watch the Pelicans play and wanted them to win. So there you go. Uh, a little a little less, um, what what's the word, uh, passionate than someone who lives in North Carolina might be about the Charlotte Hornets, but, yeah, I can get it, man. All right, let, let, let's move in, man. Uh, sorry about that, a little detour. Uh, Philly, who do you have here, man? Uh, with Philly, you know, um, I heard Embiid would be back for this game, but Ben Simmons is probably going to be out with the whole COVID tracing. That's interesting how that works. So you're going to have to keep an eye on this game up until tip-off. Uh, but with Simmons out, that also makes Embiid uh, even more favorable to look at at 10,700. Uh, you know, normally... When you got uh, the Denver Nuggets in the matchup, uh, you're going to look at Jokic, but Embiid is right there with them. So if you're considering, you know, a center, it's either probably going to be Embiid or Jokic. And with Simmons out, that's going to make Embiid a little more enticing to me. Um, And obviously the same for Tobias Harris at 8,300 with Ben Simmons possibly out. Like I said, check the lineup um, right before tip-off. But with Ben Simmons out, that's just more opportunities for Tobias Harris at 8,300. And you can look at Shake Milton at 5,800 and Seth Curry at 5,600. Uh, those guys, were, those are the main four on my radar for Philly. Uh, who are you looking at? Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same thing. And it's interesting if you if you go into um, DraftKings at the moment, they've got Embiid listed as out, but I'm pretty sure that I saw news that he was going to be cleared uh, from those COVID protocols for this game. So we should expect him to play. And as you said, uh, you know, we, we've got some high price centers on this card. It's, you know, there's Jokic coming up. We've got Embiid and, and there's another name uh, coming up in that high price area as well that I like, probably out of all of them. But you are spot on, man. No Simmons, uh, Embiid has to be looked at even at that high price of 10 7 uh you know he's been basically just smashing that salary so you, you can definitely have shares of mb especially against the washington front court which is just yeah terrible uh giving up plenty of fantasy points um yep the other guy you're absolutely right tobias harris uh he's going to see a stack of usage with simmons out uh and yeah the ancillary piece is seth curry uh probably prefer shake milton curry's been a little bit up and down this season uh if maybe it's whoever gets the start if they both get the start then i'll probably prefer milton uh so yeah they're my they're probably my three guys man and nothing else on philly for you yeah that's pretty much it um yeah like i said you know a lot of people probably played uh dwight howard and uh you know the other big man tonight uh but with them being back you can't even look at those guys no, that's it. They're not even in the equation if Embiid is playing. So 
Keep an eye on the news. We expect Embiid to play, and uh, if he plays even at 10-7, he is right in contention. Uh, let's switch over the Washington Wizards, man. This is a different side uh, of the a different story side of the story, I guess. Uh, you know, facing up against Philly, um, Ben Simmons not being there absolutely helps opposing teams. He's a, one of the best defenders in the league. Everybody knows it. Uh, you know, for the Wizards, for me, it's it's Brad Beal, it's Russell Westbrook. I think Beal came up as questionable. Um, on one of the reports I saw earlier this morning, although DraftKings haven't updated that. So, look, it's either of those two. Beal is 9,700. Uh, Westbrook is 10-2. What do you think of those two, and do you have any other plays outside of the big two? Uh, you know, well, you can always trust Westbrook or Beal to get you around 40 to 55 uh, DraftKings points. So if you can afford them, you know, you can put them in your lineup. It's a little high for Russ, but, you know, he's going to be solid and productive and, Put up pretty much a triple-double. Um, but two other guys I'm looking at um, is Denny Advia. You know, their, their first-round pick, you know, he's starting to get minutes his last three games. Um, you know, they drafted him. This, this team is not having anyone really that should be starting over him at this point. I know a lot of people like Troy Brown, but he's not getting the minutes. Um, so I think – at 3,800, he's a risk that you could look at. Another risk you could look at is Mo Wagner um, with his low price point at 3,300. Uh, he, can, he can get you anywhere from 15 to 25 points, depending on the matchup, depending on how the coach is feeling. But unfortunately, they do pay three centers. Uh, we wish they would narrow that down to two centers. But if you're looking for a throw-in guy, I think either one of those, Advia or Mo Wagner, are worth looking at. But, you know. It's it's a risk though. It is a risk with any of the Washington guys, man, on sure. the on the on the exterior, outside those those two big names. Yeah, I'd probably prefer Avdia um, at that uh, thirty eight hundred price. He's just just probably more solid, a bit of a safer floor. Um, yeah, the the issue for me is as you said, it's that 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 three headed center rotation. Um, Lopez, Wagner, and Len, even Len. Like we see Alex Len get thrown out there for eighteen to twenty minutes against some of the bigger bodies. He, he he saw 18 minutes against Cat and the Wolves, 18 minutes against uh, Jay Valor and Memphis, and there's a slight risk that he just comes in here and takes minutes away from someone, you know, one of those other two. It's just such a a, a bit of a turnstile there. It's hard to hard to work out. But you could throw some stabs at those guys. They're all you know three around the three K mark, so it's not a not a tempting option for me, but but worth a shot. Uh, that's probably it on the Wizards for me, man. I think we can move on to the next game. We are looking at Cleveland Cavaliers uh, traveling to my New Orleans Pelicans at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's check for an injury report here, uh, Pels. So Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Matthew Delavadova, Andre Drummond, Darius Garland. Oh, sorry, those two are out. Delavadova and Drummond and Darius Garland has come up as questionable and also of uh, late news to monitor Kevin Love is now showing as questionable as well. The Pels have not released an injury report yet. Oh, I forgot to mention there was no uh, game total or spread for the last one and that's that's a running theme tonight. There's only two game totals released. Uh, this Cavs-Pelicans game is not one of them. So Cleveland Cavaliers against my uh, yeah uh, porous New Orleans Pelicans defense, uh, mate. What, what do you think here? You know, front court, back court. Do you have any interest in Cavs players tonight? I do. I mean, you know, obviously Jared Allen. Uh, at times he was on a monster roll with his performance. His last two games before the break, 
were pretty average, but I'm we're all hoping that he can get back up to those uh, 50 and 60 point performances. So at 8,600, it's worth the risk. It's not like he's at uh, in the 9,000s or 10,000s yet. Um, and so against New Orleans, he should get plenty of opportunities. Uh, a guy I'm really interested in is if um, Darius Garland is out, that's going to make Colin Sexton more uh, attractive to me because he's at 8,100 and his last two games, uh, 57 points, 57 DraftKings points each. He's been lighting it up. If you remember, his best game of the season was against the Nets when he torched those guys. Uh, Garland was out of that game also, so he could have a big performance against uh, the Pelicans, your team, Brenton. <laughs> so, uh, and then the other guy I'm looking at is Larry Nance. He's back. Um, I don't think you can trust him in this uh, first game back, um, but I think he's someone to monitor. He's at 5,400. Uh, I, I don't think I would feel comfortable playing him in this first game back, but you can listen out for information before the game, see if he's going to be limited or start or what. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. We we need to know about minutes for Larry Nance and, you know, Kevin Love being potentially in the mix as well. I don't know. Do you think they play Love at all here? I mean, what what do you think the the Cavs are doing with Love? Right, that's that's the tricky one. Um, if he's healthy, I think they'll probably throw him out there for a few minutes and they probably could split it up between him and Nance and ease them both back in the uh, rotation. Uh, so hopefully we'll hear word on that before tip-off. Hopefully, man, and that 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 is the big question mark for me on on almost all three of the um the bigger front court guys. I'm I'm a little bit worried about um uh, Jarrett Allen as well. Look, I, I don't particularly like matching up centers against Stephen Adams. He's just a solid defender. Um, Jarrett Allen is probably too explosive and uh, athletic for Stephen Adams, but he, he's a pretty good rim protector and will dr- also drag a lot of rebounds away from. Um, Jarrett Allen potentially is, is a beast on the on the offensive rebounding glass. So, yeah, I just may move away from the front court altogether. As you mentioned, Sexton, if Garland is out, 8,100. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I was going to say the same thing. He, he dropped that massive game earlier in the season and Garland was out that night. So 8,100, not a bad play. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned as well, coming off a 257 uh, back-to-back DK point outings, that's it's pretty solid scoring. It's, it's better than chasing just a one out of the blue kind of upside night. At least he's done it twice in a row. Uh, I will I will look at him for sure if Garland is out. And the only other guy I have here really listed is is potentially some Chetty Osman if Garland is out. Um, they do like him to come off the bench um, and may even he may even start if Garland is out. Uh, and he becomes a bit of a secondary ball facilitator. So uh, 5,500 for Osman. The other the other thing that's intriguing with Osman for me is uh, I tend to target my Pelicans with three-point shooters. We have just been terrible at guarding the three-point line all season long. And Osman is that kind of guy. So his minutes haven't been great. 5,500 is a bit of a punt throw, uh, dart throw, but it, it's there. It, it's worth a little look. Moving across to the Pels. Uh, this is a different story. Again, we're going back against a fairly weak uh, kind of uh, backcourt defense here. I uh, can't say the front court defense has been much better. Obvious, obviously, Jarrett Allen does hold it up a little bit better. Um, Pelicans, what do you have here, uh, Mr. Will? Okay, you might not like me on this one, but oh, man, <laughs> I'm going to go, <laughs> still be friends. <laughs> we can still be friends. <laughs> uh, Zion Williamson, obviously, he's been on a tear since, you know, the last at least the last month. Uh, he's been playing amazing, incredible at 9,100. He is definitely worth that price. He should get you 50 drafting points pretty easily. 
Uh, same for Brandon Ingram at 8,300. That's a really good price. I expect him to get you in the 40s uh, drafting points. But other than that, I don't really like anyone on the Pelicans. And I'm sorry to say that, but do you have anyone else other than the two big dogs to uh, play tonight? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I, I'm kind of with you on Zion, 9,100, BI at 8,300. I'm probably taking BI in this matchup. Uh, I like the matchup for Brandon here. Uh, he, he still has that 50-point upside any given night. We just haven't really been seeing it lately, but I do like this matchup against the Cavs for him. 9,100 for Zion. I mean, the guy's floor is just incredibly solid right now. Uh, the problem is, and I think Santino mentioned this yesterday when he was on with Mike, is that upside just doesn't seem to be there with him. Um, he's he's so good for cash, but I'm just going to leave him out of GPPs here. Uh, yeah, outside of that, um, no JJ Redick, uh, I believe, uh, for this matchup. So I will look at Josh Hart at 5K. Uh, just very tempting for a guy who's likely to get a start. I, I can't remember if he started tonight. I haven't got that up in front of me, but if he gets a start, whether he doesn't get a start, he may still play 30 minutes. That's the way the Pels tend to use this this guy. So rebounding upside, uh, the Cavs backcourt defense, I don't mind some Josh Hart. And, you know, shares of Lonzo. Lonzo is a little bit of a GPP guy for me, though. Um, and, and this is just all about the, the matchup. The, if Garland's not out there, the, the Cavs will be a little bit shorthanded. 7K, it's a, it's a pretty fair price for Lonzo Ball, and he can have those um, 40 to 45 DK point upside nights as well and that would be it for me on the Pels I think we can uh, jump into one of the games that actually does have a game total and spread we're looking at the Denver Nuggets traveling to Memphis Grizzlies Uh, the Nuggets are favored by two and the game total is 226.5 let's see if we have an injury report here the injury report did come out pretty late today so I'm a little behind there but for the Nuggets, Jermichael Green is questionable. Paul Millsap is now coming up as questionable. That is definitely news we need to monitor. Out Gary Harris, out RJ Hampton. Uh, on the Memphis Grizzlies side of the ball, it's only Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. that is listed as out there. So they are pretty much with a full, clean health list. Uh, the Nuggets, interesting here. I mean, there's a little bit of news to monitor will uh it's mostly based around paul Millsap. does paul Millsap play if he does what happens does monte morris go back to the bench um does everybody just slide up a spot and will barton starts at shooting guard it's it's an interesting one and probably something we have to uh you know keep our eye on closer to tip off but uh assuming Millsap plays let's assume he plays uh nuggets what what do we have here against the grizzlies well obviously you got um Nikolai Jokic, you know, the top three MVP contender this year at 10,900. Uh, I don't think there's been a game this whole season where you, if you picked him in your DFS lineup, it hurts you. I mean, he's just incredible. Uh, so that goes without saying. Jamal Murray at 8,400. That's a little pricey for me because he gets too many 30-point games for my liking. He can get you to 40s and 50s, but every now and then he'll trickle in those 30-point games and, I, and those drafting games. Drafting point games, and I don't like that. Uh, so it's it's too many other point guards for you to be strapped in with him for me. Uh, and Michael Porter Jr., uh, he's been turning it on pretty much lately. Uh, I've been liking how his production has been ramping up. But like you said, if uh, Millsap comes back, that seems to hurt his production a little bit. So And his price has raised up to 7400 So if Millsap plays, I probably would uh, fade Michael Porter Jr. also. And then Will Barton has been playing a lot better lately. Um, 
but he's still sketchy to me also at 5,400. He could he could get you anywhere from 25 to 35 points, but with uh, Millsap back, like I said, we don't know how that's going to truly affect the lineup. Uh, even though Millsap's a four, it just kind of shifts everyone a tiny bit. So, you know, the only one I really feel comfortable playing is uh, Jokic at 10,900. But you have some you have some issues. Uh, what do you think with Monte Morris? You mentioned him earlier. Uh, if Millsap plays, would you uh, feel comfortable putting him in your lineup? It's really going to depend on starting lineup for me. It's as simple as that. So at the moment, yeah. you know, it could be Morris. It could be Barton playing the two. We just don't know which way that's going to go. So uh, probably... Yeah, I'm just waiting for news on that, Will. I need to know who's starting yeah. and, and, and hoping for that 28 to 32 minutes there. Yeah, yeah. And I will say it was Millsap's knee. So, like, if they do play him, I don't expect them to throw him in there more than 20 minutes. But it still can affect everyone a tad bit. What about that price for him, 4800 Is that tempting at all? It's tempting, but uh, just you just – I'm sure, just like a lot of guys that play tonight, you're going to hear, oh, uh, like Marcus Smart, uh, minutes limit. This yep. person, limit, minutes limit. If they say Millsap has no minutes limit, then, yeah, you you pretty much have to put him in your lineup. So definitely check out for that. Pretty unlikely, though, hey, old, old man Millsap, right. you know, coming <laughs> off a knee. Uh, look, the, the, the $4,800 uh, price tag, though, it just jumps off the page for Paul Millsap. Oh, if, yeah. If he can get to 26, 28 minutes, it's it's pretty tempting. And and you're absolutely right. Like if if Millsap's in and Porter at 7,400 becomes much less tantalising for me. Uh, if Millsap's not there, I will play some Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he's been he's been giving us some great fantasy returns, and 7,400 for what he's been doing is still pretty low. Uh, two of his last three games have been 46.75 and 43.25. So I uh, couldn't say no to that if Millsap doesn't play. I think you're right. Uh, you know, Murray, and and I love the word you use in your podcast. It's sketchy. Uh, that's such an Australian slang term. I'm not. I'm not sure I've heard another American use that word before, but I love it. <laughs> um, yes, he is sketchy. Uh, he can give you those forty to forty fives, but for the most part, you're getting thirty and thirty three kind of DK point returns uh, for the sketchy Jamal Murray. Um, Jokic. Yeah, man, ten nine. I mean, like you said, it, he rarely burns you. He probably never burns you. I just like uh, Embiid a little bit more if he plays against that Washington Wizards front court. Um, and I also still have my eye on another center coming up as well. But hey, can't fault anybody who plays the Joker even at ten nine. He should, you know, generally pummel that salary any given night. Let's switch across to Memphis, dude. Uh, I think I'm pretty much passing on most Grizzlies here, man. I don't know about you. It, it's a bit of a slowdown matchup with the Nugs. The Grizz want to play a bit faster, and Denver want to take the air out of the ball. So I've got a couple of notes here, but nothing that I'm really targeting in a big way. What about yourself? Yeah, um, I, that's totally understandable. Uh, I'm looking at John Moran at 8,100. Uh, we mentioned Jamal Murray at 8,400. I'd much rather play John Moran at 8,100. Um, his last three games, his production has been through the roof. I've heard a lot of reports like, you know, he had that injury early in the season as if he came back when he wasn't fully himself. He was able to play, yeah. but he wasn't 100% John Morant. And it seems like right before the All-Star break, he was ramping up, getting fully healthy as John Morant. And uh, I look for him to have a big season uh, after the All-Star break. So at 8,100, he's intriguing to me. Um, 
If you didn't hear about his last game, Jonas Valanciunas, he completely Ooh. went off, completely went off. 29 points, 20 rebounds. That's just incredible. Um, I don't. That was against the the putrid Washington Wizards uh, front line. So this is against Jokic. So he's gonna have someone his size in there that's competent. <laughs> so I don't. I doubt he will get 20 and 20. But uh, at 7,700 with that potential, that's interesting to me. Um, other than that, you got shots in the dark with Kyle Anderson at 6,000. He should get the minutes. And uh, Desmond Bain, I like the way his production has been uh, lately at 4,400. Uh, and I, I really think he's better than Grayson Allen. Uh, and, you know, same thing for uh, DeAnthony Melton, but the coach doesn't seem to like DeAnthony Melton. So, uh, Which is very sad. Very sad. Is very, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Justice Winslow comes back, and he likes Justice Winslow more than uh, – it, it's sad for uh... Memphis, but I mean <laughs> – <laughs> the coach does not care about our fantasy, you know, and DraftKings. He should, uh, man. You know, he should. Fun at all. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think about Memphis? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much on the same page. I, I'm honestly probably just limiting my exposure to Memphis here at Jamaran, and it's for the reasons you said. Uh, we're exactly in the same mind here. He was playing injured before. I think that's pretty obvious, and now he's, uh, you know, ramping up into full Jamaran mode, and you know, he's had another extra week off because of the all-star break. So that can only help the matchups. Fantastic against Jamal Murray, 8,100. You know, this guy's just been on a tear recently, 44, 51.5. That was against the bucks with a limited drew holiday. Uh, but then, you know, 58.75 against Washington. And um, yeah, he could do anything here against um, the backcourt defense of Jamal Murray. Not a bad play. Uh, I'm going to actually just skip across the rest of the Grizzlies. Yeah. I'm not chasing that Jay. Val game, seventy seven hundred. That, that's a fair price for Valanciunas, but that that yeah. tends to be, you know, a fairly reasonable price for this guy. He's usually around the thirty to thirty five, maybe forty sometimes DK points. So I think I'll just leave him out, and I'm not taking pot shots at anyone else on the Grizzlies tonight. Alrighty, okay. Orlando Magic. Uh, the Magic are traveling to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. It's a nine o'clock PM. Eastern Standard Time game. We do not have a game total or a spread for this one, I don't believe. No, we don't. Injury report, San Antonio Spurs. So we know that LaMarcus Aldridge is done with the Spurs, which was uh, a little bit of mind-blowing news for me. I thought that guy would just retire there and, and live out his days in a Spurs uniform. But there you go. He's not. Uh, moving on, apparently. Uh, DeMar Rosen is the uh, the other big name there that is out. So that's got to open up some value for us. Uh, the Orlando Magic haven't submitted an injury report yet. They are playing tonight. Um I'll pass it over to you, man. Orlando Magic first up. Uh, this is going to be, you know, fairly kind of mid-paced type of um, game. That Both teams are slotted right in the centre for pace this season. Um, DK actually lists no Terrence Ross, no Evan Fournier, no Cole Anthony, uh, but we haven't seen an injury report yet, so I guess we have to keep an eye on that. What do you think, man? Right, right. I mean, Orlando <laughs> Magic, there, yeah. there's a lot to take in there. There is, and uh, if you didn't hear, uh, Aaron Gordon was back tonight, so we'll see how he plays. Um, with it being a back-to-back, it's possible he won't play this game uh, today. Um, so, I mean, you can look at Vucevic at 10300 but at that high of a price point for me, I would much rather play Embiid or Jokic to spend an extra couple hundred for that. Um, 
All right, man. man. I think we might have our first little wager here because this is the guy that oh. I was looking at. So I love Embiid. Oh. I love Jokic. But I, I just have a feeling Vucevic at 10-3 may just absolutely turn the Spurs to dust here. So I don't think Jacob Pertle can stop him. I'm not sure who else can stop him on this team. So if you want to you wanna throw that one out there, I'll, I'll take Vooch and you can take one of those other big men. Okay, all right. You know, I'm all about, you know, wagers, though. That sounds <laughs> interesting. Uh, I'll go with, since he has such a bad matchup uh, with the Spurs, uh, I'll go with Embiid since he has a terrible matchup against the uh, all right, Wizards. So. All right, we'll see all who right. shakes that one out. I, I like Vooch's recent history, but, you know, Embiid's going to be hard to beat. Hey, uh, does this bet stand if Embiid is still out? Do I just automatically okay. win? Yeah, pretty much. You automatically <laughs> win. <laughs> All right, man. Sorry, I, I interrupted you there. You, you keep going with the magic, dude. I know. Anytime you got a wager, I'm there for it. <laughs> <laughs> but other than uh, Vucevic and, you know, keep an eye out on Aaron Gordon, um, Michael Carter-Williams, uh, his production has been uh, starting to ramp up. His last two games, 38 and 44 drafting points. He's running the team by himself. Like you said, Cole Anthony is out. Uh, obviously, Fultz is out for the season. Uh, so he's someone you can keep an eye on at 6,300. I wouldn't trust it, though, because other than those two games, he's been in the 20s pretty much yeah. uh, the rest of the season. So really, uh, like, you love Vucevic, so that's the only one I would look at um, on the Magic, really. But MCW is a guy to keep an eye on. Absolutely. And, you know, we know there are probably going to be bodies out here. I'm not sure uh, when we'll see that injury report updated from the Magic. But at the moment, DraftKings list Terrence Ross, Evan Fournier, uh, Cole Anthony. That's a lot in the backcourt that could be missing here. So MCW's got to be at least looked at at 6,300. Uh, what about your boy, Dwayne Bacon? <laughs> okay. See, the last time I bet on Dwayne Bacon, he let me down. So oh, I just yeah. Kind of Keep it under wraps and not mention it for a while. <laughs> no, but but, like, but wasn't he? Didn't, didn't didn't you play him with Santino against Terrence Ross? No Ross out there. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna bring that up, okay? But no, oh, man. But pass bacon on, is pass on the bacon. Pass on With everyone now, but you know, I didn't say that. You know. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> All right. So yeah, I mean, uh, I can't remember where we were at, but yeah, I I. Not really sure. It's it's Carter Williams, maybe some plays for him, and I'll go hard on Vooch tonight, 10-3. I think we pretty much covered it. No one else for you on the Magic? Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Let's do it. Spurs, no DeMar DeRozan. We know that LMA is now gone from this team. Uh, that opens up three names for me, and it's uh, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Keldon Johnson, perhaps. Uh, what do you think about those three, or do you have any other guys uh, listed here for the Spurs? Uh, well, I, I, I like Keldon Johnson. I have faith in him. Uh, his last few games have not been, you know, up to par because I think the Spurs have been taking it easy on him. They've been limited in minutes. You know, early in the season, he was getting around 30 minutes a game. Uh, his last three games, 11, 22, and 22. So I'm just waiting to see when his minutes will ramp up. Uh, with LaMarcus Aldridge out, that's a lot of shots gone. So I think that could help him. We just got to see if he'll get those back up to those 30 minutes. Um, but for right now, with us not knowing, it, it's it's hard to, um, you know, put him in your lineup. But at forty eight hundred, that's a that's a decent price to take a shot in the dark. And yeah, Jakob Pertl, uh, his last game was kind of a bust. Um, but 
Uh, I expect him to bounce back. Uh, obviously, he can't be any worse than he was last game, but he should be, you know, useful in this game at 6,100. DeRozan, obviously incredible, and Murray, incredible. Um, I don't know about Derek White. So you believe in him? Let me hear what you think about Derek White. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm a big Derek White guy. I, I really am, yeah. Uh, when, when he, as soon as, I, I've had him on a couple of season-long fantasy teams just waiting for that news. When is he back? When is he back? Uh, I, I think this guy is one of the spearheads of the spare, uh, Spurs franchise for the future. So 4,900, I, I really like Derek White um, with no DeRozan. Um, as you said, we got we got to watch minutes here. Um, you know, he's, he's coming back from, was it COVID or injury? I can't remember. Um but 4,900, I don't mind that for Derek White. But for me, honestly, man, the, the play is DeJounte Murray. Um, 7,500, no DeRozan, all the shots in the world that he wants to take. He loves those little mid-range shots like DeRozan does. Uh, I can see um, De, uh, DeJounte just crushing 7,500 here against the Orlando backcourt. Um, yeah, you mentioned Pearl. What, 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 what do you think about Rudy Gay? You know, his last game, yeah. he did very well too. Yeah, man, he came off the bench, hit 33 versus uh, 33 DraftKings points, not actual points, but DraftKings <laughs> points versus the Mavs. It's a pretty fair price, and especially if DeRozan is out. I mean, all that does is open up minutes. It opens up a little bit of usage, even though he's coming off the bench. Uh, I like it. I had him listed here at 5,200. I, I don't mind him as a bit of a, a – maybe a pivot play away from um, some of the other guys that we've already talked about. What about you? Do you think you play Rudy Gay? Yeah, yeah, especially with DeRozan now. You know, it's yeah. one thing with Lamar out, but with DeRozan, that's just even more, you know, reason to use him. And same for Keldon. I didn't even, I, you said DeRozan was out, but I didn't even think about it. I was just factoring him in. But with DeRozan now, that makes me like Keldon a little bit more too at 4,800. So. Yeah, man. More usage, more minutes. All, all these, you know, wings kind of power forward players are just going to see a little bit more of everything. Um, but my, my favorite play there is DeJounte, a little bit of Derek White, a little bit of Rudy Gay. Uh, that's probably, yeah, there's a lot of options here. We, you know, as soon as names go out, we do have a little bit of value open up. Um, that's probably it for me. Anyone else on the Spurs that you want to touch on? Patty Mills? Uh, they just have too many point guards for me. I would just look out for the Spurs to make a make some moves at the trade deadline, uh, and because they need more front up up front guys, and they have a ton of point guards, so I don't feel comfortable playing any point guard other than Dejounte Murray. And I know you like Derek White, but it's just too crowded for me down there. Fair enough, man. Cool. Yeah. All right. We can jump into the next one then. Miami Heat uh, traveling to Chicago to take on the fairly porous defense of the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Miami get a pretty large pace bump here going up against Chicago. Chicago, obviously the opposite. Uh, let's check the injury report here. There's no game total or spread for this one that I'm aware of. No, there's not. Injury report, uh, neither team have submitted an injury report. So... Uh, I believe that Bam Adebayo is still questionable for this one. Let's just check DraftKings here and see what they say. They've actually got him listed as out. Uh, I thought it was questionable. Do you do you know, Will? No, I hadn't heard anything. Yeah, okay. Let's let's uh, just with, uh, with, a, yeah, with a knee. You know, they're going to take it easy on him. That's it, man. And okay, let, let's just go into this one, assuming he's probably out. Um, even if he does come back, it's probably going to be limited minutes. So. Uh, let's go. Heat, Miami Heat, uh, back court, front court, wings. What What do you think, mate? It's the Bulls. Can we target Heat players here? Uh, so we're going with the Heat first, right? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, with Bam, um, with Bam possibly out, that makes Jimmy Butler more attractive to me. 
You know, uh, his last three games have been over 50 points, 50 DraftKings points. He's just been on a tear lately. Um, at 9,200, he's worth uh, that price, in my opinion. Uh, Got to look out for is Goran Dragic, you know, at 6,000. Uh, he's going to be safe in the 25 to 35 range. Nothing uh, too special or anything like that. Um, him playing, you know, obviously hurts Kendrick Nunn a little bit, but because um, he was playing very well also before Dragic came back. And another guy you could look at is Kelly Olenek at 5,700. Uh, he's going to be a hit or miss guy, but his last game, uh, before the All-Star break, he had 45 drafting points. So he's kind of a matchup-based guy, and I could see them using him against Markin and who would be back in this game. And then you obviously have Tyler Hero. He's normally been in the price in the 6,000s. He's down to 5,600. Um, he, he's hit or miss for me, but at 5,600, that's a good price point. And with Bam out, that could help him get a few more shots. Those are the only heat I'm looking at right now. I, I love Kendrick Nunn, but I just can't trust him with Dragic back. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, you know, when the Heat were didn't have as many healthy bodies, it, it was Kendrick Nunn uh, all the way. And, you know, he was pushing uh, higher salaries than this and I was still playing him. But, uh, you know, we've got um, Hero, we've got Nunn, we've got Dragic, and they're all kind of similar pricing. And that's pro kind of appropriate to me because they're all just stealing fantasy scoring off of each other. So I'm not playing any of those guys. <laughs> I mean... It's tough, man. We're talking about a matchup with Kobe White, uh, you know, uh, on the other side of the ball and only 5,400 salary, but it, oh, it's just risky. Uh, I'm kind of with you there. For me, it's Butler if Bam is out, 9,200. And we've talked about some high price guys already. Um, and I still like I still like Butler here. If you can get two nine K guys here, like Vucevic and Butler in, <laughs> into the same lineup uh, somehow, you know you, you're well on your way because it's it's the Chicago Bulls defense. Uh, if Bam sits and Butler is in, I am all about that ninety two hundred price for Jimmy Butler. I think that's uh, it. What do you think about um, Precious Achua? Um, yeah. Early in the season when Bam was out, he got big minutes. He was very productive. Uh, I don't know. At 3,700, it seems like they're kind of leaning toward Olenek a little more, but would you take a shot on him at 3,700 if Bam's out? Man, it's, it's that name. You know, you know he's the point-per-minute beast when he gets the minutes. It's just that he hasn't yeah. been getting the minutes, you know? It's, like you said, they're leaning on Olenek a lot more. They're, they're even giving KZ Okpala minutes over Precious Achua. So it's hard to say, man. It would be a pure GPP punt kind of blindfolded dart throw for me if you were playing a tour in this one and you know uh, if i don't play him he'll come out and score 37 dk points so you know yeah, that's exactly. the that's kind of the way it goes with that dude it's it's kind of hard all right yeah i, I really i like his talent but yeah oh he's yeah gotta get yeah man he's got a great future he just needs to be not stuck behind you know he, he's a young guy he'll get out in front of one of these front court guys eventually and then we'll see that points per minute uh potential Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh jumping across to the Bulls. Uh I tend to not play many teams uh or players against the Heat, but we got you know Zach Levine, he's never out of the conversation. Can you play him here? Yeah, you can play him here um cuz he's pretty much the only guy you can trust to put up big points. You know, Kobe White is, you know, he can score 25 one day, he can score 8 or 9 the next day. So, um I, I think he is pretty safe to play um, for the Bulls. Also, uh, Laurie Markin in his bag at 6,500. I can't really trust that. Um, he hasn't played in over a month. 
so he'll probably be limited. Uh, Wendell Carter, he was starting to play a little bit better, but now that Markin is back, that's probably hurt his value. Uh, the only guy other than uh, Zach Levine has been consistent lately has been Thaddeus Young. And with Laurie Markin back, who knows if that's going to affect Thaddeus Young, you know, <laughs> at 5,700, he's been pretty consistent in the 30-plus range of DraftKings points. Uh, I think he's probably still safe to play at 5,700, but I also could see his production dropping a little bit. So those are the only bulls I'm looking at, really. Man, I, I can't explain that any better than you just did, so I don't think I'm even going to try. I just just don't have a great deal of interest with with Markin and back in the lineup on any of these guys. Uh, I'd, I'd like other guys over Zach Levine at that higher pricing of 9,600, and, yeah, I just can't can't really play Kobe White. Tad Young, as you said, man, 5,700 would be a great price, but Lowry's back, so who knows what happens there. Um, I, I did have a little look at Wendell Carter Jr. at 5,900. Uh, that would be a play if Bam is not out there. But again, as you said, marketing is back. What happens to these minutes? Uh, it's just uh, a little bit of a blender, and I'm not too interested in any of the balls. All right. Yeah, and it looks like Otto Porter is probably going to play. Oh, too, so man. So it yeah. up even more. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a washing machine. I'd like to see how that all shakes out. And it may not. I mean, we we may get into another, you know, three guys fighting for one spot, Markkinen, Young, and uh, Porter. Uh, Porter's a small forward generally. But, yeah, who knows, man? Just too hard to pick at the moment. I will leave it alone. Yep. Cool. Houston Rockets uh, taking on the red-hot Utah Jazz. This is, is it a 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game? That's what I've got written here, so we'll just go with it. Uh, Houston, fastest, fourth fastest pace in the league at the moment. Jazz pretty much mid-table, not really surprisingly. That is the Jazz way to play basketball. Uh, we do not have a game total or spread. Do we have an injury report? We do not. So DraftKings listing a, a number of players for... Um, the, the Houston Rockets as questionable in John Wall and Eric Gordon. That's going to shake things up if either of those guys sit. Uh, we know that House Jr. is probably out and David Nwaba is probably out. Uh, going up against the pretty tough Utah Jazz, man, w- what do you think, Will? Are you playing any Rockets here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have played John Wall if he was playing because he's been, uh, you know, last two games over 45 drafting points. Uh, but other than that, I'm looking at a guy, a lot of people, if you're not deep into fantasy, you may have not even heard of, but Justin Patton, uh, he's their new center. He's been getting big minutes lately. Last uh, game before the All-Star break, he had 34.5 DraftKings points, and uh, he should get the minutes. I mean, he's going to have a tough matchup against uh, Rudy Gobert, but um, he obviously can get boards and, you know, a couple put a couple putbacks back up there. At 4,900, he's someone I can look at. Um, He's, he's a young guy, and I think Houston is, you know, trying to see who they're going to keep on this team next year. And uh, he ha- has the potential to make it. You know, we'll see ha- what happens when Christian Wood comes back. And the same thing, another young guy, Jason on tape. Uh, with a lot of people out, he obviously is productive. But uh, I wish Oladipo was out because when Oladipo is out, he's very productive. Right? <laughs> uh, Oladipo at 8,300. He... Uh, I just don't know what to do with Oladipo. He's up and down. He can be great. He can seem like he just doesn't want to be there. So I, I can't trust him at 8,300. No, I'm kind of the same. 
Ah, pretty much straight down the line, man. I'm, I'm, you know, maybe Depot if Wall sits. We don't know if Wall's sitting yet. Depot bounces between 58, 34, 45. Had a 16 DK point return in there. I mean, what do you do with that? At 8,300, it's probably not worth the risk, right? And, and you know, there's other guys we've already talked about in guard spots that may be better options. So, um, I will Johnson, say, uh, yeah, go. Uh, Sorry to interrupt you. That's right, man. If if John Wall sits, who will be their point guard? They cut um, their young guy Mason Jones for some reason. I don't. It didn't make sense to me. But maybe they would put Oladipo at point guard. That would make them more intriguing to me. What about Kevin Porter Jr.? Yeah, he's a guy to keep an eye on. Any news yeah. on him? Have you heard anything? I mean, he's only listed at thirty two hundred here, and and right. the more news around him, you know, as the Rockets move forward. Have you heard if he's playing this game? I hadn't heard about this game. I just heard after the All-Star break, they're going to take a look at him. You know, if everyone's out, what better opportunity than now to put the young guy in there? Right. So, So yeah, if if he plays, oh, my God, if he plays, I would have him in my lineup. (laughs) Oh, man, how how could you not? I mean, 3,200, if he – if he comes in, we get the news that he's, you know, even off the bench, like if he comes in and plays 18, 20 minutes or 22 minutes at 3,200, the kid can play, you know. So he may get his opportunities here. Uh, we'll have to wait the news on that one. Uh, I like you, Justin Patton, Cole. They're going to need some size out there against Gobert, no doubt about it. Um, you know, PJ Tucker, what are they? what's he going to do? Just bang the guy around his kneecaps? Um, you know, I, I think they'll play... Patton, some good minutes here. Hopefully he doesn't get into foul trouble. 4900 is a perfectly fine price for a guy coming off 34, as you mentioned, 34 DK points. Uh, no real uh, interest in many more Rockets there. For me, we can swing across to the Jazz. Uh, Utah, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell's now listed at 8,800. For me, that's just starting to get a little bit hard to play. Uh, he, he does have some 50-point upside, 55 points in his last one against the 76ers. Um, it, is a, it is a bit of a pace-up matchup here. I just think there are better options, potentially. I'd, I'd probably like Oladipo on the other side of the ball for $500 less. Um, what about you on the Jazz? I mean, uh, go Bears. Definitely in play here. I, I don't think I'm playing much of Donovan Mitchell. Do you have any interest in those guys or any of the ancillary pieces, mate? Uh, for me, if you do, if you were to use any Jazz, you would have to go with the three All Stars: Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley. But yeah, you made a great point on Conley uh, referring to Victor Oladipo. I think that would be safer at a cheaper price, even though Donovan Mitchell is one of my favorite players, <laughs> and he can get you that 50 DraftKings point potential. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that's a great point about Oladipo, especially with Wall out. Um, Gobert is just a safe play at 7,800. Um, not gonna get you 50 DraftKings points. Not gonna get you 20. You know, he's gonna, you know, be a safe play. And Mike Conley, he's, you know, he made the All Star team. Obviously, he can get you anywhere from 25 to 40 DraftKings points, depending on the matchup. And with Wall out, his matchup should be pretty easy for him. So. Those are the three guys, really. I'm not looking at Clarkson or any other ancillary pieces. No, Clarkson's a little high for me at 6,400. Uh, no other ancillary pieces for me either. Uh, yeah, I... I think I might just add Mike Conley back into my player pool here. You've convinced me, man. I think there may be maybe some better options around. But, uh, yeah, 6,400 against a fairly banged up and depleted Houston backcourt. Uh, uh, that could definitely be a play I have overlooked. So I love it. Cool. 
Are we on to the last one? Is this the last one? Wow. The last one? It has flown, man. It has flown. Uh, Indiana Pacers are traveling and playing the LA Lakers. I'm just going to say that again to make sure I got it right. Indiana Pacers are at the LA Lakers, correct? This is a 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. And, hey, we do have a game total and a spread. Lakers favored by four and a half. Uh, and the ooh, that's a low game total of two sixteen and a half. Um, on the injury report, there is nothing released yet for the Pacers. But uh, just sit down and you know grab yourself a drink while we run through the Lakers. Uh, Costas Antetokounmpo is out. Alex Caruso is probable. AD is still out. Jared Dudley is probable. Uh, Mark Gasol is listed as out. Uh, Oh, LeBron's coming up as probable. Damian Jones is probable. Kyle Kuzma is probable. Man, uh, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed your drink there, and uh, that was a lot to get through. That that changes a little bit for me. Mark Gasol being out is an interesting one. Uh, we would assume that LeBron is probably going to play. He comes up as questionable or probable on every injury report. Kyle Kuzma probable. That may change things a little as well. I will start by saying I didn't have a great deal of interest in either team here, and it's uh, probably just due to that low game total, man. 216 and a half. That's uh, We can do better than that, I think. Um, I don't know. You may have different ideas. Can you play anybody for the Pacers here? Uh, for the Pacers, you know, I love DeMontis Sabonis. He's been uh, a revelation this year, all-star, but at 9,900, uh, it's better options because oh. you know his, he's he's been under fifty points, under fifty drafting points for a while. But you know I love his all around game, but I don't I wouldn't feel safe using them against the Lakers, um, even though AD is out and Gasol is out. That you know that's something to look at honestly, but that's that's just a little too high for me. Uh, Brogdon was playing incredible early in the year. He's kind of dipped down a little bit, and so. Uh, what do you feel about TJ McConnell? You know, with his assists, he's he's been uh, ramping it up. He had 13 assists. He had 10 steals. That that crazy triple double game. Are you fading him from now on, or do you think he can get back up to fantasy level production? I'm not fading him from now on. It's going to come down to matchup, game script, pace, that type of thing to play the guy. I mean, he he's been he's been really serviceable for fantasy purposes, no doubt about it. And probably out of out of the blue a little bit for a lot of people this season. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think I'll just <laughs> pass on him in this one against the Lakers. Um, I, I would probably rather play, you know, Brogdon or, or maybe even Miles Turner in this one. Are you looking at McConnell? I, I think you can look at him in some lineups. It's not he's not gonna be a first option. It was seven games on the slate. You have a lot of great point guards tonight. But, You're not building uh, you not building cheap... your lineups around TJ McConnell? No, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> now look, watch him have another triple double. Oh, that's it, man. We, we have <laughs> conjured that into existence now. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Yep, yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but so, wait. Him and Caruso just have an amazing matchup. Everyone's going to be having their glues, eyes glued to the television. It's, it's prime time <laughs> watching Bonanza. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so you like Sabonis. Uh, I like a little bit of Turner at 6,300. It's not the greatest matchup in the world, but, uh, you know, there, there are some other guys that are around this price that we've kind of touched on already, but I don't mind Miles Turner at 6,300. Brogdon, 8K, it's kind of swallowable to use Dave's term, um, but I still keep coming back to, the, to 
DeJounte um, at $7,500. I'm not really that keen on much outside of LeBron in this game. Did you have anyone else on the paces you were having a little squiz at? No, we covered them all. It's just all those right. four really ones that are interesting. Okay, man, cool. So the Lakers, for me, it's LeBron 10-4 or bust. I'm not really messing with anybody else. Uh, Gasol out, you know, Montrez Harrell instantly becomes the name that jumps to the front of mind, but I don't know. I just haven't been playing a lot of Harrell this year. Yourself, is it LeBron? Is it anybody else? What do you have on the last team of the night? Uh, I think you can look at uh, Dennis Schroeder at 6,200, you know, with a lot of guys banged up for the Lakers. Uh, I think he can get you 40 drafting points to, uh, tonight against the Pacers. I think that's, you know, doable for him. And, uh, you know, I, whenever Gasol or AD is out, you obviously do think Montrez Harrell, but his production has just not been there to what we thought it would be. So, yeah, I wouldn't feel safe playing him at 6,000. But uh, Kuzma is interesting to me. He's probable for the game. Uh, his last game, he had almost 50 drafting points. So he has that potential. But normally he's in the 20s and 30s. So if you need a guy that's going to take you over the top and you're willing to risk it uh, at 5,900, that's that's a guy you can look at. He's either going to win you some money or lose you some money <laughs> if you want to go that route. But uh, those are the main three, really, I'm looking at. LeBron, right. Schroeder, and, and Kuzma. Yeah. Schroeder and Kuzma both went off against the Kings. But we just got to remember that's the Kings. The paces are not the Kings. True. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I would probably rather take Schroeder at 6,200. Uh, you know, he's got that 40 point upside. Uh, I don't trust Kuzma. That that's just the bottom line for me. I just can't trust him too often unless he's starting and we know he's starting cool. We have some squirts at him at 5,900. It's just not, not much fun for me, uh, to play Kyle Kuzma any given night. <laughs> so for me, it's yeah. pretty much LeBron and bus man. And, and I think that may wrap us up. Is that is that pretty much all you had for the Lakers? That's pretty much all I got for the Lakers. I know it's one thing uh, a lot of the fans are saying they'd like to us to name a top tier guy, a mid tier guy, Ooh. and a lower price guy. If you if you want to go down the line with that, you want me to start since you might not have been ready for that question. <laughs> yeah, man, you better. Let's do it. You start. All right, for my top tier guy, I guess we'll say over eight thousand. Uh, I'm going to go with, since you know, you threw the bet out there uh, with me, I'm going to go with Embiid <laughs> at 10,700. Uh, you know, obviously Jokic also. And, uh, you know, definitely not that guy in Orlando. Who you got as your high price guy? I got the guy in Orlando, man. What do you think? We've got the bet out there. We're sticking with who we bet. What about right. mid price? <sighs> mid tier price, you know, um, if. Ben Simmons is out. I think you can look at Shake Milton at 5,800. Uh, he interests me a lot. Um, same thing uh, if Millsap is out with uh, Michael Porter Jr., I think he's a guy you can look at. Um, who are you checking out uh, in your mid-tier? Mid-tier. Depends what we're calling mid-tier, I guess. I like Lonzo at 7K. Uh, it, no, I'm just going to go back to De- DeJounte Murray, uh, 7,500 if we can call that mid-tier. If you're looking for someone more around 5 to 6K, you could probably look at, I think Michael, Michael Carter-Williams at 6'3 is probably a decent yeah. play. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I really like that call. Uh, and our lower-tier guy, we could say under 5,000. I think it's not too many lower tier guys on this slate, uh, honestly, but you can look at uh, 
Justin Patton for Houston at 4,900 for me. Uh, you know, he's got a tough matchup, like we said, against Gobert, but he's going to be out there getting the minutes. Um, and obviously, I like Keldon Johnson uh, for the Spurs, even though he's been limited in the minutes-wise. But if he gets the minutes, I think you can look out for him. Who do you have under 5,000? Bang. I like both of those guys, Justin Patton, Keldon Johnson. And, yeah, just keep an eye on that Kevin Porter news. That is basement bargain yeah. pricing at 3200 if he does get minutes. So that would be where I'd land uh, in the value section. Cool, man. First show and done. Maybe, maybe Denny Advia, you know, I had to throw him out there too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's it, man. We did it. That's our first show together. Loved it. Thank you so much for jumping in with me all the way from North Carolina. I truly appreciate that. Um, now, we can find you on Twitter at William is Bill. So W-I-L-L-I-A-M-I-S-B-I-L-L. Is that correct? That's correct. I've never heard it said that way, and I love it. So Ooh. great job. <laughs> I had to actually visualize all those double L's in my mind as I was right. reading that out. It's like Mississippi, but we got there. Um, right. Yeah, so you can you can find us on Twitter. I'm the, over there at Terrain72. That's T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. We have a couple of guys throwing, uh, actually, both Will and I, uh, questions in, in, in the morning sometimes on Twitter. In the morning for me, it's evening for, for Will over there. But you, can, you guys can do the same. Hit us up. Uh, and just before you close your podcast app, please give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Give us a thumbs up. Give us all that good stuff. Uh, we love it when we see that from you guys. We have a team of people here putting in the hard work, and we'd love to see some feedback from you. That's it, man. What What do you think? We, we did all right? We did all right. Great episode. You know, I can't wait to work with you again. And thank you all for listening. Thanks, Will. I appreciate you coming on, man. I love, love working with you as well. Everybody out there in DFS land, uh, let's go get it. Let's go make some money. Hopefully, we help you get across the line in some lineups tonight. We'll see you later. See you later. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.